The Sisters Grimm podcast is intended for mature audiences only. Please listen at your own discretion. Blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. The most notorious serial killer in the nation, the Night Stalker. The Boston Strangler. The Son of Sam, the infamous Zodiac Killer. What's your favorite scary movie? Hi, I'm Chucky, wanna play? <laughs> Get away from her, you bitch! <laughs> How'd you do this? Welcome to the Sisters Grim Podcast. This is Holly Freeberg and Morgan Freeberg, and together we're Super Duper Snoopers, <laughs> or the Sisters Grim Podcast. I didn't know you were going to go marry Kate and Ashley. I truly apologize. You should always assume I'm going to go marry Kate and Ashley. I should always assume you're going to go marry Kate and Ashley. So, this episode is... Episode 31. 31. 31. 31. So, first and foremost, I would just like to truly apologize to Matthew Modine, who in our previous episode I kept referring to as Matthew Bodine. Uh, I don't know why. Reasons uh, that are now speaking unclear of to me. Matthew Modine, Modine, we just watched that movie with his daughter. Um, we talked. We talked Death about Day. it. Yeah, remember we talked about. I uh, di- I told everyone my uh, conspiracy that he didn't die in Stranger Things and he went and became a shark. Yeah, no, that's forty seven <laughs> meters too. down, which is now available oh, right. on Netflix. By the way, oh wait, I'm what? talking about Happy Death Day. His daughter's in that. Oh, Matthew boy, Modine's right. daughter is right. in Happy Death Day. Oh, right, that was when we realized that I kept calling him Matthew Bodine. Right, the whole last episode. Yeah, but we'd watch that movie. It's fucking good. I thought it was gonna be bad. It was good. I really hyped up the first three seconds of the movie so much that Morgan was annoyed. Well, because you kept cool. not being able to find it, so then we eventually obviously just downloaded it on Apple. Yeah, we supported it. all of them. And now we own it, and I'm pumped. I also bought it on Apple, and it was a great We decision. watched the extras, and it was really, really funny. The part where <laughs> yeah. Finn, the kid they were from talking Stranger about, Things... They um, Bill Skarsgård's portrayal as it, and... They didn't get to see him until this one scene where they're all together, and the kid Finn was like, I really hope Pill doesn't go method. Yeah. And then... <laughs> And then later on, they like all they talk about how, is about how Bill was in makeup was all the so time. Was so method, yeah. And I wanted there to be a scene where Finn was like, "Um, Bill went method, you guys. <laughs> Bill's full on method. Bill's like totally method." So, um, <clears throat> I wanted to share with you. I thought it would be best to save it for the podcast. But I got a very weird call yesterday. It was yesterday. I got a very scary voicemail that I would just like to play for you. Hold on. I don't know if it'll play. In speaker, hold on. Yeah, press the speaker button. Once it get expired after that, you will be taken under custody by the local cops. As there are four serious allegations pressed on your name at this moment, we would request you to get back to us so that we can discuss about this case before taking any legal action against you. What the actual fuck? Yeah, I got the call yesterday, but I never listened to my voicemails, so I listened to it. It's like... 
Well, so clearly fake. It was a Georgia phone number, and I was like, "Did the Georgia Florida line call me?" Because I'm just going to tell them that their version of that, is that one your song with that only knowledge of Georgia is Georgia Florida line. That was the first thing that came to my head, and I was yes ending. So then I actually listened to it today at work. Just I was gonna actually just fucking swipe and delete, but then I'm like, okay, I'll hear what they have to say. Right. And it was that, and I started freaking out. I mean, it's scary sounding. It's very scary, but like, but that shit is definitely a scam, people. And if you get yeah. calls like that. Honestly. Yeah, well, because I texted my dad, obviously. I, like, text my dad. You texted me. Well, and I, te- I mean, and I texted you, too. And yeah. Like, I told you the scary thing, but I wasn't able to, like, tell you about it till right. later. Um, or, like, you didn't hear it until no. just now. And, yeah, I, like, was really freaked out. But then you were, like, just Google that phone number, yeah. and I found a bunch of shit. And it called, like, a bunch of people yesterday, but it's just... <laughs> Like, listening back to it now, it's just like, you will be taken into custody. Like, it's well, yeah, such a and disembodied like, voice. It just sounds stupid. They're like, you will be arrested by the cops. <laughs> it's always like that vague shit, because I get ones all the time that are like, and anyone else, shout out if you do this too, because I get it where it's my same area code, and then it's the same, like, first three numbers of my phone number, and then it's, like, something different, and I get them all the time. And it's people saying that, like, my credit card is, like, Ready for something, and I don't even have a credit card. It's a scam. I'm bro. a debit card girl. It's a scam, bro. Yeah. So, so this episode, <laughs> weird. Five start. minutes in, but this episode is called "Lovers Who Kill." Yes, and we will be talking about Jody Arias and Scott Peterson. Morgan, would you like to go first? Sorry, I just took a really big drink after taking a big old gu- oh, gulp of diet coke. Frozen diet coke. Sitting it just right there on the table where the mic is. Whatever. Yes, I will begin with the crazy story <clears throat> of the Jody Arias Travis Alexander case. I have seen. I don't know a lot about this case actually, but I have. It seen... was very sensationalized. It was like the trial to watch. It was like the Casey Anthony trial. I remember that. Yeah, it was yeah. like the OJ. Like it was very. People were like talking about I just remember the video of her doing handstands while in custody and being like excuse me so okay so Travis Alexander uh, was born July 28th 1977 in his young age his father um, passed and uh, he and his seven siblings were left in the care of his grandmother who introduced all of the kids to the the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints otherwise known as the Mormon Church yes I've actually heard that Mormon is like sl- uh like slang slang it is but then their bible is called the mormon bible it's not right. called like the bible of the church of latter-day saints true true what? i mean it's whatever so when alexander grew up he became a salesman for a company um then named ppl or prepaid legal services but it was later now named legal shield do you know anything about legal shield i have never heard of legal shield so i i have a friend who works for the company. Okay. Basically, it's a multi-level marketing business. Okay. I, um, okay. What they do is they provide individuals and small businesses prepaid legal services for a network um, of provider attorneys, all for one low flat rate. What do you? What is your uh, opinions on multi-level marketing? I fucking hate them. I applied, when I was applying for jobs to get a graphic design job, I accidentally uh, went to two interviews for multi-level marketing it was all really young people in very nice suits. 
it's very similar to it's a like a get rich scheme. quick kind of thing. It is a get rich quick, and some people do well. I mean, and they're yeah, legal. some people do well, and he was he did really well because he was also a motivational speaker for them. Yeah. So he went around did conferences and like was the guy being like, and you can be like me, and yes. you can have a beautiful house in Arizona, and blah, you know. You know all that that like weird like milkshake bullshit mom's friend trade yeah. pushing? That was a multi-level marketing. Oh, yeah. And like they what get it is, per- is It's the, a cult! What it is, is the product, is, you have to question how is it that good if you can get it for so cheap, but right. there's this many people selling it, that's how they make their money, is by all of the people they have selling it. Right. I mean, it, Mary Kay, It's like Avon. too many mouths to feed, and like the yes. product is just not quality. Yeah. And that's why you shouldn't do it. No. Anyways, just... A, just what Little he did story. as a profession. Cool. Um, yeah, so he works for... Fuck multi-level that. marketing schemes. Um, Jody Arias, born July 9th, 1980, worked as a waitress on the West Coast and also took the liking to photography, had several part-time um, jobs as a photo- or as a professional photographer, but um, the two actually met while attending a conference for PPL, because she started working for them as well. Oh. They met in 2006 in Las Vegas. At this time, he was living in Mesa, Arizona, and she was living in Palm Desert, California. And they started casually seeing each other, um, long distance, obviously, and they would travel to see each other. And only three months after meeting, Arius was baptized into the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints by him. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. I thought you had to have it done by a... Minister. I think they were there, but I think he did it. I don't know exactly. I didn't know people could just, like, freestyle, like, baptize right. people. So you would think that if he felt it so important that she be baptized and, like, he did converted, it. that he would be, like, very, you know, with, like, Mormon, like, opinions, you'd think that he would, like... Want to be with her? Want to, no, like, be, you know, sexually inactive, if you will. Oh, yeah, no, they but don't fuck. That wasn't the case, because the night that she was baptized, uh, he Did gave her celebrate? oral sex on her baptism night. Oh, well, they probably, <laughs> maybe they have that, like, Catholic thing where it's, like... Yeah, like you we'll can, get into that. You can do it in the butt. We'll get into that. <laughs> um, so they didn't start actually dating until February, so they met earlier. I think they were together for, like, three or four months before they actually started dating. And so they started dating February of 2007, and, like, she wasn't realizing that, like, by being very sexually aggressive, which is fine, but that was, like, pushing him away and making him see her, like, less and less as, like, a wife material in yes. the eyes of the Mormon church kind of thing. Right. Which it is also okay to not want to have yeah. sex, but maybe not in the... But no, he did. That's the thing, is he wanted to have sex. Oh. Uh, well, and, like, they and, were... But didn't because of the Mormon shit? We'll get into it. Okay. So, does he, I, does I was actually he, reading... Conflicted? Yes, I would say. Um, so and I was reading, like, a lot of, like, articles on Reddit, and, like, a, there were a lot of girls in there talking about how they were dating guys who were, like, Latter-day Saint guys. I and, used to date a guy who yeah, was Mormon. I was going to ask you about that. And they were talking about how, like, they would be, like, in really, like, crazy sexual relations, and then the guy would break up with them, and then, like, two or three months later, they're married to these, like, super, like, strict Mormon women. Yes. After that. Whoa. Yeah. Did that happen to you? Well... I don't know if this guy's married, but I did date a Mormon dude 
um, the summer in between my junior and senior year. That was a really long time ago. He was a really good kisser. He was really cute. <laughs> he looked like the little boy from the I nanny. I know his brother. Yeah, no, me too. I, I, well, his brother was cute, Oh, right. Too. No, you mean his friend's brother. So, anywho's all. Um, but, yeah, no, we, like, all we did was make out. The one time we like Touched. dry humped, he was like, "Whoa!" I'm out. He's like, "He's like, well, okay." Out. At least he was just kissing, though. This dude was doing a well, lot. Well, but like more they were that. kind of like more progressive Mormons because they drank Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> well, the big thing about Mormonism is they see like drinking a like cup of coffee and having sex as like the same thing. Things. So I think that makes it seem like sex isn't as big of a, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes when I have that I don't want to speak on something I don't really know about. I don't know. I've done a lot of research. Well, you know, Mormons can't just drink hot drinks. Exactly. They just can't have a hot cocoa. That's honestly smart because when I have a hot drink. Warm butterbeer? I don't know, Has anyone ever experienced warm butterbeer? Hot drinks? They don't bring it out until like January, but oh. Okay, God. Morgan, not all of us can get fuck you passes at Universal. <laughs> and we just get unlimited butterbeer just like that's not thrown how it works. down our gullets. I buy my butterbeer. But I buy anyways. my own butterbeer. <laughs> Let's bring it back. <laughs> no, well, I, oh no, but uh, what I was going to say about the thing that you said that like later on they find that they're married yeah. to these, well, they also go on these missions. It's well, like the Madonna and the... the Madonna uh, Virgin Complex. Yeah. So wait, how old was were they? He was like thirty. She was like thirty-one. Okay, never mind. That's really crazy though that he was single at thirty and being Mormon because they go on a mission trip when they're nineteen, mm-hmm. and that's when you get like the Mormons coming to your right. door wearing the short white sleeve shirts. We've uh-huh. all heard of at least we all the know. musical. Uh, we know their spiel. Um, yeah, so they like have their little friend and it's really weird the things they're not allowed to do. Like they're not allowed to play basketball on a full court. They can only play half court. What? Yeah, it's really... They're not allowed to go anywhere near li- where live music is playing. Because uh, I remember... The only th- thing that I, I remember like being like, what was the war- warm drink thing? The warm drink thing, yeah. Which honestly is smart, because warm drinks make me have to shoot I thought it. it was just coffee and caffeine, but like not even like hot cocoa. No, not hot cocoa. Not so even anyway. like hot water. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Anyway. Anyway. Um, so circling back. So like I said, they started dating in February, and they only dated about five months. Um, but they did continue having, like, sexual relations up until the murder. Oh, shit! Yeah. So, around the time after they broke up, like, she kind of started, like, stalking him a little bit. Okay, okay. Um, uh, <laughs> I feel her. <laughs> she was known to hack into his emails, into his Facebook, because he broke up with her basically saying, like, I want to see other women. Yeah. We've so, all been that girl. Yeah. Um, and one time, I guess she even sne- snuck into his apartment through his doggy door to spy okay, on Okay, we're him. not all that girl. <laughs> no, and she also slashed his tires. Whoa. And then he went out and got them fixed, and the next day slashed his tires again. Whoa, that's like a yeah. Carrie Underwood song. Yeah, I dug my key into the side of your, your fully, fully little cooped up four-wheel drive. drive. Anyways. Carve my name into your leather seat. Yeah. Took a Louisville slug and a both hand li- Okay. Um, so. Slash a hole in <laughs> So on June 9th of 2008, by the way, I just want to say that I obviously use multiple, you know, I cite my sources. <laughs> well, we will. But Wikipedia sucks. Well, yeah, All of the source. facts are wrong. I had to go fix, like, his, like, 
death. It was like wrong. Like that's just like kind of disrespectful. That is someone's death wrong. They they probably got it from somewhere wrong. I mean, his obituary is on the internet. Exactly. That's why I told you check that obit, baby. I know. Well, I mean, there are locked pages and there are unlocked pages because Wikipedia is open source. Right. That's why every once in a while you will see that one of the directors of Free Willy Two is Holly Freeberg. (laughs) Bye, Holly. All right, so in 2000, or so June 9th, 2008, a few of Travis's friends, and I think some of his colleagues, were starting to worry about him because they hadn't heard from him in a few days. And so they went over to his apartment, and like his roommate was there, and they were like, Hey, have you seen Travis? And he's like, No, you know, I haven't really seen him in like probably a week almost. Um, he was supposed to be um, uh, out of town on a trip for Cancun. Okay. With Legal Shield, or at the time, PPL. Okay. Yeah, they always, uh, all those multi-level marketing places always go to the nicest. Yeah, they do. Fuck them. And he actually was going to bring Jody on this trip, but like a couple weeks before this, he changed like his his, his flight like itinerary to another girl's name going with him instead oh, of her. Fuck. Yeah. So the friends, the roommate, he like found like the keys because his room was upstairs and it was like the master bedroom. And so they found the keys and they opened the doors. I think only the the roommate and like one of the friends went in and the roommate said, because I watched the video of him, he walked in and it was just like blood fucking everywhere. Oh my God. So wait. So the bedroom was covered in blood. So he was in the house for with... like five. Hang on. What? But no, but like this yeah. dude was like out was of living town. There. And he didn't check to see, like, hey, where my buddy at? His door was locked. I oh, think they were, like, the he... kind of roommates where they weren't, like, best friends, where they were just, like, roommates. Okay. And, like, I can see, because I know a lot of guys that I went to school with where they were just, like, my roommates barely, like, even, like, we don't acknowledge each other. Okay. And so I don't think it was, like, that so much where they weren't even friends. I think they were, but I think they lived very separate lives. Maybe, yeah. I guess there are people, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's people who don't check in. Right. I just remember Well, reading... and also he thought he was out of town. Oh, doy. Yeah. And so they, so yeah, he goes in the house, or he goes in the room, there's blood everywhere. He goes down the hallway um, where there's, like, a bunch of, like, blood, and he sees, like, in the bathroom that his body's in there. Wow. And that's, like, really all he saw. I think he just, like, left after that. And so... Did um, he just run away? Because I would. I mean, so... I would like to play the 911 call because they they all because it was I think it was a couple of them maybe like four or five people and they actually handled it very calmly. Um so uh, is it going to be makes me sad? No, it's not sad. It's not sad. No, like okay. I said I think they all handle it really well. And I don't think they were all super close well, but because But not saying that people who like freak out no, aren't handling I'm, it well. No, Holly, but it's not going to be upsetting as well. Okay, what I'm okay, that okay. I get you. Um, yeah, so they found... So tra- so before I play this, I'd just like to say that um, Travis Alexander's body was found shot once in the head. He had been stabbed 27 to 29 times, and Whoa. his throat had been slashed, almost decapitated. Uh, why they always gotta almost decapitate yeah, him, OJ? Um, and he actually Fuck. died five days earlier on the 4th of June. Uh. And so he wasn't discovered until the 9th. And so here, I'll play the 911 call now. Okay. What's going on? Um, our friend of ours is dead in his bedroom. We, we hadn't heard from him for a while. We think he's dead. His roommate just went in there and, and said there's lots of blood. I didn't go in, but I, I can give you the phone to someone who went in there. Can, yes, please, can you? Hello. Hi, so what's going on? He's, uh, he, he's dead. He's in his bedroom okay. in, in the shower. 
Okay. How did this happen? Do you have any idea? No, we have no idea. Everyone's been wondering about him okay. for well, a few said, days. She said that there was blood. So is it coming from his head? Did he cut no, his head? No, it, it, it's all over the place. Is there any weapons around? I No, I don't know. I Not that I saw. How many people are in the house? There are, how, how, many of us, how many are in the house right now? Just the five of us? Five of us. Okay. I need all of you outside. Okay. Okay. You're a good friend of, of Travis's, correct? Yes, I am. Okay. Yeah. Has he been depressed at all, thinking about yeah. committing suicide, anything like that? I, I don't think he's been thinking he committed suicide. He's been really depressed because he uh, broke up with this girl, and he was all upset about that. But I, I don't think he would actually kill himself over that. Has he been threatened by anyone recently? Yes, he has. Okay. He has. A, he has an ex-girlfriend that's been bothering him and, and um, following him and slashing tires and things like that. And do you know the ex-girlfriend's name? Um, um, do you remember it? Yeah. What's his ex-girlfriend's name? And do you know if he's ever reported it to the police? Um, her, his, her name is Jody. Um, I don't know if he's ever reported. Hold on. Yeah. Ask her if he's ever reported Jody to the police. Like, it's Travis did. No, he hasn't reported anything about Jody's behavior. That was so fucked up. I started when his roommate, I... Well, it's that just what's weird hard. is that they don't know his ex-girlfriend's name, and they're, like, that close that they're going to check on him. Like, the only one who knows her name was the roommate, because he obviously met her because she came to his house all well, the time. Well, maybe he didn't talk about her a lot. That's my. That's what I'm saying. He probably, he, I mean, he clearly didn't, maybe, he, I don't think he liked her. Yeah. He's just not that into you, girl. Yeah. So. That, uh, no, that was honestly chilling. I still yeah. feel so, yeah. shook. So Jody's name was immediately called into question, obviously. In fact, actually, um, in May of 2008, so like a month prior, Jody's grandparents' house where she had been living was broken into. A few objects, including a 25 caliber gun, had been taken. Oh, shit. This gun matched the casings found at the crime scene in the sink. Oh, dear. Um, when police called Jody, she claimed she hadn't seen Travis since April of 2008, but wanted to help in any way she could because Travis and her were very close. Mm. Um, on June 2nd, 2008, Arias rented a white Ford Focus in Redding, California. Uh, she rented it and she told the, it was a place called Budget Rent-A-Car. She told the staff that she would only be driving the car locally, but when the car was returned, it had been driven 2,800 miles and it was also missing its floor mats and it had red stains on the front and rear seats. Oh, fuck. Dude. But because they just kind of assumed it was, like, some weird stain, the car was cleaned before the police were able to examine it. Fuck. Yeah. So, um, crime scene investigators also found Alexander had a brand new digital camera, and it was in the washing machine. It had been turned on, and the camera had been, like, ruined. And though images were deleted, technicians were able to recover photos taken the day of the murder. There were, like, sexually suggestive photos of both of them, like, her, like, laying, like, naked. Okay. And him. And them having sex. And those were taken around, like, 1 o'clock. Okay. And then around, like, 5 o'clock, the photos started getting kind of, like, crazy. And then there's that one really famous photo. I don't know if people know, but it's, like, a close-up of his face in the shower, and he looks, like, really scared. And then the photos just yeah, started... Yeah, that's one of those pictures, yeah, like... one of the, la yeah, like last the photos of people before, before they, they die. Or, yeah. die. And then, like, the photos start getting really fucked up. There's pictures of him bleeding on the floor. Oh. There's pictures of her dragging his body. 
What? Yeah. Really incriminating shit. Can you see this stuff online? Yes, you can. You can see those pictures? Yes, go to Murderpedia. Okay. When they first questioned her... Oh, and also, there was a bloody handprint located in the bathroom hallway that had traces of Alexander and Arius's DNA in it. Oh, boy. Yeah. So when they first so questioned like her, her, blood? her... Her blood. Oh. Yeah. Like defense wounds, probably. Oh, yeah. So, um, after... So after the murder, Arias drove to Utah for a work conference, and people who were there said that she had bandages on her hands and that she was wearing long sleeves, even though it was, like, really hot. And mm. she kept, like, saying different stories about what happened. She was saying that she was working at Margaritaville bartending, but the police said that in the area in which she worked, there was no Margaritavilles anywhere in that area. What and a, she was actually working at another restaurant at the time. What a dumb idiot. Yeah, so she was saying that's what they were from, um, and when they first questioned her, even after the police, like, talking to her, told her about the DNA evidence and showed her a naked photo of herself, she still maintained that she hadn't seen him since April and that she wasn't there the day he died. And the, but the, were the, I mean, obviously the pictures were timestamped if they had, like, an SM yeah, card. exactly. They would say yeah. exactly when they were taken. Hell, yeah. She kept being like, technology. those look like me. And they're like, that's you. That's you, dum-dum. Yeah. Um, so she was called into questioning and arrested for the murder, and during the questioning while she was alone in the interrogation room, like you were saying earlier, yes. she did a weird handstand. She also was, like, talking to herself, and she was like, God, Jody, why didn't you put any makeup on? Why didn't you do your hair? People, they're, like, people do some crazy shit when they think they're yeah. alone in interrogation rooms. I would just be crying. Yeah. I hope to never be in an interrogation And room. none of this footage was allowed to be seen by the, um... Jury? Jury. Oh. So the jury had no idea that she was, like, doing that. That's, I mean, I wonder how they got by with that. Because they said it was too, uh, like, I don't know. Anyway, she was indicted by a grand jury on first-degree murder charges on July 9th, 2008, and then was arrested July 15th, and then she was extradited to Arizona on September 11th of 2008. Never forget. So, wait. So, so wait, she was extradited. Wait, where was she? she was in California. She was charged in California, but the She was murder... arrested in California, but the murder happened in Mesa, Arizona. And the trial was in California? No, it was in Arizona. It was so in... that's why she was extradited to Arizona. Oh, to for the trial. Yes. Okay, cool. So then, well, to be arrested, because the trial did not happen until 2013. Oh. That's when it started. Um, Jody's story changed three different times during questioning. First, she started by saying that she wasn't there at all, and that she hadn't seen him since April and that she has no idea what happened to him. Then she changes the story to that she was there and two masked men break in to burgle the house and murder him. Oh. Yeah. And then finally she says that she killed Travis in self-defense. What? Yeah, so in opening statements, uh, Jennifer Wilmot, who was one of Arias's attorneys, told jurors her client acted in self-defense after Alexander, quote-unquote, lunged at Jody in anger after she dropped his new camera. Jody claimed Alexander had been sexually and physically abusive throughout their relationship. On the stand, she said that they mostly only had oral and anal sex and that he would force it on her because Travis thought that that was less shameful in the eyes of the Mormon church. I was right. Yeah. He also, or Jody, claimed that Travis also secretly found young boys and girls sexually attractive. No. And that she was trying to help get him through these urges. And uh, during, like court they played a sex like phone call that they had of them to and he was saying that she sounded like a little girl and that it was turning him on 
that oh, she sounded like a little girl. Because I was just going to say, she was probably lying, but... There is, like, evidence. There's evidence that he was into... Yeah. That he was a pedophile? He was saying that she sounded hot because she sounded like a, like a little teenage girl. Hmm. Yeah, That's so... That's problematic. Yeah, a little bit. Um... So one of Travis's friends in court, when being questioned, uh, said that Alexander, quote, quote, said, it's hard to say no to a woman that sneaks into your house, crawls in your bed, and seduces you. Yeah. Right. I, mean, I don't What know. are you going to do? Uh, another odd thing different. was that she, so during the time when they were dating, you can look up photos, she had, like, blonde, like, really blonde, like, silvery hair. Um, she's a really gorgeous woman. She's very pretty. That's another reason why this, like, got so big is because it was this, like, gorgeous girl murderer. But she had oh, yeah, really blonde, like, almost, like, white blonde hair, but then right before being quite, like, right when she went in to, like, talk to the police, she dyed her hair brown, and she started wearing glasses. That's so weird. Our and, cases are very similar that way, but in opposite hair colors. Yeah. yeah. And then in court, she would also, like, wear her hair in, like, not, like, pigtails, but, like, half ponies to make her, like, look younger and more, like, you Like know, Menendez's brother herself? Very. Um, so before the trial, Arius was interviewed and said, quote, no jury is going to convict me because I am innocent. You can mark my words on that. During her testimony, when asked about the statement, she said, at the time I had plans to commit suicide. So I was extremely confident that no jury would convict me because I didn't expect any of you to be there. Um, but then during like the um, defense's statements, he like played her, the actual interview and he was like, you said it's because you're innocent. You didn't say because you were going to kill yourself. Yeah, yeah, well, and also there have been analysis of like people who say, like people who are being, like saying, are on trial for murder and when they are saying I'm innocent, it mean it's more likely that they killed them because they're yeah. not saying I didn't kill them. Yeah. Because that shows more. Yeah. They're just saying I'm innocent. In- intimacy, I guess. Yeah. You're like I'm innocent. Right. Because they think they're innocent. They're not like. Oh, well, and people I didn't also kill that were just confused because she was always so calm, and like she never seemed like upset that he died. She was always just very like. She even like laughed a couple times when like they were like showing pictures of like him. Like, dead pictures, like... Ew. And she was, like, laughing at things that they said. Like, she... Yeah. That's inappropriate. Yeah, so... I think Scott did that, too. Yeah. What is it with people? Oh. So then on May... Tw- uh, I'm sorry, May 8th, 2013, almost five years after the murder, um, after 15 hours of deliberation, Jody Arias was found guilty of first-degree murder, and she was sentenced to life in prison, not death. Even though they do have the death penalty in Arizona, and if she had been up for it she would have been only the sixth woman to be on death row in arizona oh yeah the list of women who have been on death row is much smaller a co-worker and i once looked at all like looked up there's literally a database yeah. of all the women who have she, been she so they they she should be she should have fucking gotten well so they they got deadlocked eight to four and they could not get the four people oh. so they they were in favor of her getting death penalty okay. but they couldn't get the four people so then she like so they pl- she, they went down she did yeah and so now she's life in prison okay. with no chance of release that happens yeah that happens that's so, what they tried doing for the Menendez brothers I know yeah. Wow. So that is the story. That is the But story. even if she had been, um, like, Put, for, for life... sentence? She still would have... for She wouldn't, it wouldn't have been able to happen until, like, 20 years later. Because she would have been up for at least, like, the possibility of parole before that for some weird reason. 
20 for, years for the later. death penalty? Yeah. No. When That's what I was reading. That they were very... When you're sentenced to death, you go to... It was weird. You literally go to death row, and you're there, and you just appeal the fuck out of everything. Or maybe they were saying, if that happened... She, oh, no, I'm sorry. I don't know. Okay, they were saying that it would have taken up to 20 years, but she would have had to spend that in solitary confinement. She would have gone fucking crazy. They, like, yeah. won't even... They have done studies on, like, how that is, like, the worst possible thing you can do to a Put human Put someone being. in solitary confinement. Even for, like, as, like, even for, like, a very short period of time. I can believe it. It's really... It's... Not and, fun to be all alone by yourself. with nothing. Because they... Are they given books or anything like that? No, I don't think they're allowed anything. If oh. it's anything like Orange is the New Black, you're just in an all-white room. But no, I know that... I mean, like, people come and give you food, but, like, nobody talks to you. You're not allowed to do anything. You just... Honestly, I just sleep and dream. I would just sleep, yeah. Sleep and dream and... I don't want to think about it. I don't even it. know. I don't want to think about it I don't want to think either. about it, but that is the story of Jody Arias and the murder of Travis Alexander. Travis, R.I.P. No, um... R.I.P. Rest in peace. even though No one deserves to die, even if you didn't necessarily act like an angel. But that's the thing. You don't have to be an angel to not need to die. Exactly. And yeah, yeah we don't know the full story of Travis because Jody Arias didn't give us that opportunity. True. This is where an ad would be, but we don't have any sponsors. So my story is the story of Scott Peterson and Lacey Peterson and Lacey right? Peterson and Connor Peterson. So, on April 13th, 2003, the body of a baby boy washed up on the shore of San Francisco Bay. The next day, the badly decomposed torso and lower body of a woman washed up wearing only maternity pants. Oh, yikes. The bodies were of Lacey Peterson and her unborn son, Connor, who had been missing for over four months. On Christmas Eve of 2002 in Modesto, California, Lacey Peterson, a 27-year-old woman who was eight months pregnant, went missing that morning. Her husband, Scott, left that morning to go fishing. When he got back later that evening, he realized that Lacey was gone. All of her stuff was still there, like her wallet, keys. Mm -hmm. Her car was still in the driving driving way. (laughs) The driving. The driving way. Um, And so he called Lacey's mother around 5 p.m. on Christmas Eve to tell her that Lacey was missing, and a mash search began to find this pregnant woman who was literally due at any time. On Christmas. And on Christmas Eve. Um, And as we know from the Jean Bonnet stuff, they don't always have their best team on on Christmas. Yeah. Well, plus... Is that true in this case as well? Um, no. But, well, I mean, this was just, like, they had to start fucking looking for her because right. time was, like, running out because, I mean, because she so was long. pregnant and, like, you know, they yeah. didn't know what happened. So, before extensively researching Scott Peterson, I always got Scott Peterson, Michael Peterson, and Drew Peterson confused with okay. one another. Did, is, aren't they all murder cases? They all... All, and all murder cases that involved murdering their wives. Because, really? Yeah, because yeah. I have all of these uh, mixed in my head, too. I don't really know. Yeah, no. Point. Okay, so Michael Peterson, think the staircase. He's the one who was convicted of killing his wife um, in California. and said Did that they all happen the in California? Uh, no. Cause, because cause Drew, Drew Peterson happened here, right? Yeah, he was from, he was a sergeant from Bolingbroke. Okay, is because Maria told me that, that Scott <laughs> Peterson, like, got, like, something at the, like, the court in Ottawa. No, it was probably, it was Drew. definitely Drew. Okay. 
See, See that's, that's where like I was confused also. It probably because I was gonna say I was like, did this happen here? It might have been the grand jury trial because that's we Ottawa houses one of the appellate courts. We do. I had to go to traffic court there. <laughs> I when I was fourteen because I, I totaled Holly's car because I stole it when she was in college. <laughs> you went to go to the appellate courthouse. Mm-hmm. I had prom pictures taken there once. I had traffic court. That's weird. You didn't go to the courthouse over by the bank? Or over by the post office? No, yeah, that's the one I went to. Oh, no, that's not the appellate courthouse. Uh, the appellate one is, like, the one on, um, like, when you're going downtown towards Subway. This is very Ottawa inside. <laughs> it's, like, across oh, from the Reddick Library. Okay, yes, 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 it's yes, the yes. appellate courthouse. Yes, 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 yes Ottawa yes. was either going to get an appellate courthouse or, or the no. University of Illinois, and right. we chose the appellate courthouse. Thank fucking I God. I know, I'm kind of glad. I would hate to have grown up in a fucking college, college town. town. Yeah. Well, no, thank you. So, any whoozle. So, yeah, Scott Peterson killed his wife, claimed she fell down the stairs. Drew Peterson, Bolingbroke, uh, How'd killed he kill her? his wife. I don't remember. But then he also... Um, we should have just done a Peterson episode. I know. Like, be care- like women, be wary when marrying, <laughs> when dating someone, the last name Peterson. Yeah. Just watch out. Scott... Was convicted. Who is who we're talking about in this episode? Yes. Scott. Scott. Yes. Scott. Say it with me. Oh my God. I even wrote it down. Think One Tree Hill. Yeah. Think. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Always think One Tree Hill. If you don't get that joke, you should. What would One Tree Hill do? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Probably fuck Chad Michael Murray. So, Michael Peterson, um, we'll probably cover at some point because I think that case is really interesting. The documentary The Staircase is so fucking good, and everyone should go watch it. Um, I actually uh, made a dude think I liked him more than I actually did, so that I could use his Amazon Prime account specifically Ugh. to watch. <laughs> and then he you fucking. Can use mics. This was a long uh. time ago. <clears throat> this was a couple years ago. You did not have Amazon Prime at this time. Well, now I don't. <laughs> it's a great do. time. Yeah, it's better to have Amazon Prime. Life is better with Amazon Prime, you guys. Every season of SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh my god. And America's Next to Model. Just kidding. All of America's Next to Model is on Hulu. Amazon only has like the first 12 seasons. Hulu is pretty, pretty Hulu is fam. right now. Hulu is my, is fam. Hulu has all of Full House. I fucking... Boy Meets World. Yeah. So, anything. Any, anyway. Any <laughs> this is like... Uh, we're getting very off topic here. We're getting very TGIF, ABC, it's Friday night. Tuesday. Nights. No, we were talking. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. <clears throat> Any hoozle. So. Any scoozles. Let's go back to 1994. While working at a restaurant in Morrow Bay, California, Scott met Lacey, and she gave him her phone number because she was, like, cute and sassy, and hey. she went home that night and told her mom that she met the man that she was going to marry. Uh, they dated for four years before getting married in 1997. In 1998, Scott and Lacey decided to open a little burger joint called The Shack in St. Louis. Obi- <laughs> Obispo. Obispo. <clears throat> Sorry. I don't know. Uh, they ended up selling it, though, in 2000 to move back to Lacey's hometown of Modesto, California, to start a family. Lacey worked part-time as a substitute teacher, and Scott was a fertilizer salesman, which is weird because he's a huge piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) So, So isn't it ironic? Um, In the beginning of 2002, Lacey announced that she was pregnant with a due date in uh, around February 
of 2003, but in November of 2002, when Lacey was seven months pregnant, Scott started dating a woman by the name of Amber Frey. She was a masseuse and a single mom. Yes. This is how it basically all went down. Uh Because Amber Frey is a badass. So, Lacey spent a three-day weekend in Carmel, California with her family a week before Christmas, and it was the last time that they saw Lacey alive. Mm -hmm. Lacey's disappearance caught national media attention. A beautiful 27-year-old woman, dark brown hair, you know, huge dimples, huge smile. She was eight months pregnant. Like, who wouldn't, like... I mean, like, want to help. Yeah. And I mean, like you said, with the Jodi Arias case, because she was, and like with Amanda Knox, too, like when it's attractive women, people care more. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, but like this. Or attractive men, Ted Bundy. I mean, true. Just attractive people. But I mean, honestly, but I mean, clearly. We digress. uh, Yeah, I digress. And Lacey is a victim and, and was a genuinely good person. Um, I watched, there's a very good, uh, what is it called? Investigative discovery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, documentary about her, or about her death rather, um, and Scott, and it's called Scott Peterson, an American murder mystery. An American murder mystery, I believe. And there because there's going to be one coming out about Jodi Arias five days from now. I don't know when this episode is going to come out, but it comes out the fifteenth. Comes out the fifteenth <clears throat> of January. Yes, very excited for that. There's also one about JonBenet Ramsey, and there's also one about Casey Anthony. It's also when Riverdale comes back. Hell, for all you Riverdale yes. fans. <laughs> it, which I'm sure is a lot of crossover of our episode yeah. listeners. <clears throat> so Lacey was last seen walking the couple's golden retriever, Mackenzie, on the morning of December 24th, and around 10.15, a neighbor found Mackenzie running loose in the neighborhood. Aww. Lacey's car, like I said, was still in the driveway. Her purse and keys were on the table inside the house. And the neighbor, like, found Mackenzie. His leash was all muddy, and she just put him, like, back mm-hmm. in their yard. Like, she didn't really think anything of it. Maybe he got loose. I don't know. If a dog, like, was off their leash, I honestly don't know what I would do. I don't do. know what I would think, yeah. I would, honestly, no, I would go back and put them in their yard because this happened to us once. There was a really cute beagle that oh, lived yeah. across the street named Molly, and she kept coming over to our house because her owners left her out in the yard, mm. and then it was Makes so... me really sad, by the way, when people leave their dogs outside when we're having these negative fucking temperatures in Chicago and Illinois. Well, we just That's hit a disgusting. heat wave. Well, yeah, yeah, it's like fucking almost 50 degrees now, which is insane, but last it week it fucking... was like negative 20, and people were leaving their doggies outside. Yeah. And it's so sad. It like, makes me really. If Tuesday's outside sad. too long, her little paws get frozen. Tuesday still has her puppy fur. We have to give Tuesday little booties. Tuesday has boots. Tuesday has, Tuesday really has cute wellies. Black boots. Um what were we talking about before? Um uh, dog running loose. Oh, the dog running loose. So this dog Molly from across the street, I put her back in their yard and they had a uh, piece of their fence like was loose and Molly got stuck and I just heard like the worst crying ever and I ran over as fast as I could and I broke their fence to get (laughs) Molly loose and Molly was just so grateful and so then I put her back in the yard and just like they have a very messy yard I was able to find something to to put put in the way way, in lieu of you know, so that poor little Molly wouldn't get out, but I wanted to bring her into our house and, like, hug her I for, know, like, makes 15 days. I'll, I will take your dog if it's outside and it's cold and it's you can crying. Call, you can call the police. 
or I can illegal. take your dog and I can just hang out with it. And yeah. we can read books together and talk about stuff. There needs to be a story told from Mackenzie's point of view. Mackenzie knows so much. Mackenzie that- saw oh my everything. God. Mackenzie saw... Mackenzie's probably dead now. Gun oh, don't Mackenzie's dead as fuck. Anyways. Yeah, this happened a really long time ago. R.I.P. Mackenzie. R.I.P. Lacey. Or 2002. 2000... No, this was... Two th- yeah, 2002. Um, so, the day that Scott reported Lacey missing... Uh, Modesto police detectives and lead investigators on the case, John Bueller and Alan Burkini, questioned Scott, which is not uncommon. Right. Obviously, he's the husband. Yeah, he's the husband. He'd be number one suspect always. Yeah, and like regardless information, but you're right. Always. It is always. Not in the Stephen Avery case. They went straight to Stephen Avery. True. They did not go to her boyfriend. True. We will Whoa. talk about that at a later time. When is the second season happening? Because it's gonna. I don't know, but there's, there's a lot of other while. documentaries out about that case that, like, explain a lot more than Making a Murderer did. Yeah. They're all on Amazon Prime. I wish... Cool. I literally spent, like, three years, it felt like, just putting things on our watch list at Dad's... On Dad's Amazon Prime. Okay, okay. cool. So cool. Anywho, so... So, um, he said that he had been out on his boat at the Berkeley Marina in Richmond, California... Uh, about 90 miles away from the couple's home, and he was fishing. The search for Lacey obviously started immediately, um, and the police were really surprised by Scott's behavior. Detective Bueller told ABC um, last year, in 2017, that he always suspected that it was Scott from right off the bat because he was very thrown off by how calm and cool his demeanor was. Same with Jodi Arias. She was very calm and cool all the time. And um, also at his lack of questioning the police what they were doing to find his wife. Like, why aren't you looking harder? Why, like, what are you doing? Morgan's just showing me pictures of Scott Peterson. I wanted to know what he looks like. That's Scott Peterson. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. Is that the girl that he was dating on the side? Yeah, that's Amber Fry. She's... Fucking badass. I'm going to get into that I want to know why. Let soon. me know. Let Ooh, me know. that's literally... Whoa, that's super weird, because that's literally what I'm coming up to. Hell yeah, so, segues are cool. Uh, that would be synchronicity, my sister. Um, shut up. Shut up, Carl Young. You're my dad. So, police didn't immediately reveal to Scott, or to the public, rather, that Scott was a potential suspect, because Lacey's family... And their unwavering belief that he was innocent. Right, because they were really on his side, Oh, right? they were 100%. They had no inkling that it was him. No. Plus, what you wouldn't want to think, because, like, they thought Scott was, like, the perfect husband, you right. know? And you want to think the best of people, and you want to assume the best, and he had a decent alibi, um, but uh, he was still dating Amber at the time of Lacey's disappearance, right. and Scott never told Amber. I was going to say, so Amber had no idea. Amber had no idea that he was married. She was also, I think, around 27-ish. Same-ish age. Yes. Um, and he is, like, the same age, or is he older? Um, I think he's a little older, because he was 30 when Lacey died, and she was 27, so yeah. So, like, three years, okay. Yeah, um... Literally, Scott went with Amber to her, uh, like, holiday Christmas party and just left Lacey at home pregnant all by herself. Yuck. Yeah. But, I mean, Amber Amber didn't know, and and he told her... Yeah, no, Amber is not at fault if she didn't know. Oh, no. But eventually, Scott did tell Amber that he had been married, 
but his wife died less than a year ago. What? And he was really upset because the upcoming Christmas would be his first Christmas without her. What the fuck? I just gave myself the chills. (laughs) Scott told Amber this on December 9th, exactly two weeks before Lacey went missing. Right. On Christmas Eve. On Christmas Eve. Yeah. Whoa! Little 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 suspicious there, (laughs) Scotty. Weird, Scott. Um, Lacey's family uh, believes that this proves that Scott had been planning on killing Lacey. I mean, it's definitely a push in that direction. Yes, now they do. Um, at this point in this is when they finally they well, once Amber realized that the woman because she obviously kept seeing that this woman was missing, and then they finally determined it was. Lacey, Lacey Peterson. And, and then and it that, started showing up on news and, it, and that's how she found out that he was married. Well, yeah. And that's when or she that found she was out still around well, until just recently that Scott's wife was missing and, and not she, hadn't been dead that long. And, and she never told it. Well, no, he, she was missing at this point. Right. She wasn't even dead yet. She wasn't dead. And Yo. so she immediately went to the police and told them just because I think it was more because of the extramarital affair type thing. Because she thought that that would be, like, a reason why maybe he would do it. Well, yeah, because it just makes sure you don't have the best, uh, what's the word? Um. Not standards, but morals. Morals? Yeah, no. He definitely had zero. Yeah. Um, the National Enquirer, which is, like, the fucking equivalent to, like, TMZ, their garbage, right. uh, they were gonna publish that Scott had yeah, been National having- National Enquirer is absolute filth yeah they're like bat baby was born and you're like no the dumbest stuff it's It's like michael jackson alive and at every trader joe's in america (laughs) 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 and now currently working at every trader joe's in the midwest it's like (laughs) shut the fuck up woman from tahoe says that elvis was her barista yeah yeah. It's always bullshit like that. Tupac now working at Chipotle. <laughs> you know, I literally saw one that was like, someone sees Elvis filling his car with gas. And yeah. It's like, no. It's like, yeah, because there's not like five bajillion impersonators. I was literally thinking the same thing. So, um, so the National Enquirer was like, uh, what's the word? Um, trash? Uh, saying that they were going, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, they were trash. They were saying that they were going to publish the next day that Lacey's husband, Scott, had been cheating on her. Right. Um, And police caught wind of it, and they immediately went to Lacey's family and told them so that they wouldn't have to find it out from, like, a skeezy tabloid But then was it, like, it wasn't, like, able to be Oh, no, it came out then, but it was, no, it was reported on, but the police wanted to do the family. That's nice. The kindness of letting them find out that way do that doesn't it like make a lot of things not credible in court or something like that uh no well no i mean scott it doesn't make it admissible inadmissible yeah no because amber they have actual amber actually testified okay good and so, she yeah. testifies against him okay continue obviously yes amber of course um because An- amber continued dating scott purely like, she's a badass. This would have been so, so she's fucking with him. hard. Oh, my God. That's terrifying. Yes. Staying with someone that you're... Pretending everything is normal. Yep. Um, but... And she agreed to let the police tap her phone. Oh, my God. Yes, And Amber, they were yes. able to put... And she was able to 
they were uh, put a tracker on his car. Mm-hmm. It, and so, like, they would record these conversations between her and Scott in hopes mm-hmm. that he would admit to what, you know, confess that right. he did something. He would say something stupid. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, like Jody Arias. Right. He was not a Jody Arias, but he also seemed dumb, too. Because at one point, like, his mom said, like, not even Scott's dumb enough to, like, leave his wife's body in a bay or something. And it's like, mm, you sound... You're surprised. You sound problematic. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, so, uh, in the couple documentaries I've seen and some articles I've read, Amber has said that she was so terrified every time that she had to talk to okay. Scott on the phone that she would start to shake. But, um... So did she still hang out with him and, like, have to have sex with him and stuff? I don't know about that. No, it, this is a very... It's a very short timeline. That she does this. Okay, so she probably stays with him for maybe, like, a week. And they... It was a long-distance thing. Oh, okay. So she didn't have to see him all the time anyway. No, but whenever she would talk to him, she would get so fucking freaked out. But then she says that... Um, she was able to go through it because she said seeing this woman, knowing she's missing, yeah. being a mother. Right. She's like, at this point... Oh, yeah, because she's a mother, too. Yeah, and she's like, at that point, it wasn't about me. It was about finding this woman. So, Amber is a fucking badass. So, four months of painstaking search for Lacey ended in April when Connor's body and Lacey's torso, missing Washed her hands... Up head and feet were found on the shore of Point Isabel Regional Shoreline, which is only about three and a half miles from Berkeley Marina, where Scott had been the day she was missing. Right. Well, that's... Oh, okay. Never mind. Keep going. Well, but, okay, so that is a little north of where Scott was, and I, like, tried looking up all this information about, like, how the San Francisco Bay works, basically. Read way too much information. Like, because... I mean, it was interesting. I know a lot about the San Francisco Bay, but I mean, I'm sure he, I'm sure he would be so dumb. Like, I'm sure he went out very far to drop her body, but he still dropped it in the bay. So he had his own boat? Yeah, he had, he had bought a boat, but, and he bought it like four weeks before. What? Yes. And I'll get into that a little bit later. Um, cause that's part of the circumstantial evidence that they get. Because uh, that's all they were able to get in this fucking case, unfortunately. So, autopsies were performed on the bodies, but the bodies were so badly decomposed, there was no way to tell when or how they died. But the ex- medical examiner did note that Lacey's fourth, sixth, and ninth ribs were broken, which people speculate could mean that she was possibly strangled. Like, right. Scott could have gotten on top of her. Or beaten. You're struggling. Kicked. Yeah. I mean, it could have been... Well, there were... I don't know. They could, They literally couldn't tell. That's what sucks about... That's all they had to go on. When water, you know... Yeah, water ruins into everything. Play. Water in four months. And they said yeah, that she Yeah, four months in the water, your body is like nothing. Yeah, and her body was like submerged for at least three. And then Ugh. her hand, like the her parts that were missing... Because what they think is that he rolled up her body in a tarp... And then, like, used weights and sunk her, which I'll get to a little later, then eventually those parts of her body came detached Mm -hmm. and then were eaten by animals. Right. So that's why 
Lacey was just a torso, sadly. Um, At the time of the discovery of Lacey and Connor's body, the police had already, like I said, put a tracking device on Scott's car. And when the bodies were found, they saw that uh, Scott was in San Diego, and they feared that he was fleeing to Mexico. So the FBI and Modesto police obtained a search warrant for the Petersons' home as well as the marina. Once the body came... Once they had the body, yeah. they were, I, for, yeah, that was enough reason, I think, um, to get a, a search, search warrant. warrant. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally enough. Um, so they also got a search warrant for his marina warehouse, which is where he kept his boat. But like, if you watch the documentaries, like, don't think of a, what you would normally think of as a warehouse. It was more like a little office. Okay. Like, there was, like, a desk, and there was, like, a couch, and there were, like, papers, but then it was also, like, this big area where, like, you could put your boat and work on your boat and do other boat shit, I guess. Boat stuff. All your boat shut. Um, so, when they were searching, they found one of, quote-unquote, Lacey's hairs and a pair of pliers that were in the warehouse. And in they- a pair of pliers. Yeah. But, I mean... Yeah, how does hair get in pliers if it's, Not I don't know, but fucked up. they could only perform mitochondrial DNA testing. And so Which this, is blood? I was very, no. Uh, I, okay. So I've always been very curious about this because I know that hair is usually non-admissible in court because, mm-hmm. and now I know why. So hair testing is really tricky because the shaft of the hair, aka the part that comes out of your head. Doesn't is, have DNA on it. Well, it does. It goes through this, but it goes through this process called cornification, and it degrades and destroys your nuclear cells, and you can only get... So it's not living anymore. No. Because it's dead. Yeah. And even if you wash your hair a lot, you're getting rid of a lot of your DNA. If you dye your hair a lot, you're getting rid of a lot of DNA. bleach your hair. Exactly. Um, And you can only get nuclear cells from the hair root, which is under your scalp. That, like, white part that comes out. Exactly. So if you've ever pulled out a piece of your hair and it has a little white part on it, that is where you could get DNA from. That's like sebum. Yes. It's really hard explaining DNA testing and the difference between nuclear and mitochondrial DNA. Um, But mitochondrial DNA is more abundant than nuclear DNA because typical human cells contain thousands of copies of mitochondrial DNA as opposed to a nuclear cell that is just one copy, which is unique to just you, Mm -hmm. which is why, you know, police have DNA banks with people's nuclear, with like their DNA in it. So when they find blood... It's their, they can get nuclear yeah. DNA from it, but like mitochondrial DNA, it could be so much, like you and I could have, I mean, not you and I, we have different colored hair, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's like, could be anybody. Yeah. It's because not, it's not very easy to There's pinpoint. not enough characteristics. You can tell that it's human hair, but you can't necessarily tell which human it Exactly. Is. Yes. So when they tested Lacey's hair, they could only link it to her because it was consistent with her genetic profile. Okay. But like I said, it could have had the same characteristics of several people's several hair. Several people, But still, yeah. the fact that the hair matching... It's still telling. Lacey's genetic profile was found in a pair of pliers in her husband's possession probably means it's Lacey's hair. Probably. So Scott was finally... Then there's also the idea that, like... She could have also used his pliers. True. And, I mean, my hair gets all over people. Are you kidding well, me? Well, that too. Or maybe, because he had other extramarital affairs. Maybe they yeah. were women. Maybe other he, women. Maybe they were other women who, and maybe he liked dating women. Well, I mean, Amber was like beach 
bleach blonde, but and Lacey had brown hair. But I mean, like he could have been with he could have had another woman on his boat. Yeah, and hair got in there. So Scott was finally arrested on April eighteenth, two thousand three, while on his way to a golf outing with his dad and his brother. And he and the police went on a chase, like it was crazy style. No, they were going way faster. Cool. <laughs> OJ was like more of yeah, like that's a pretty funeral possession. And super anticlimactic. It was so anticlimactic. Well, it was it was boring. Um, when they say the OJ chase, I'm like, you mean the OJ shuffle? Crawl? The OJ shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Keep going. I'm sorry. So they were chasing him, and uh, he said that he fled because he thought they were the media. Okay. So, when they found him, his naturally brown hair had been dyed blonde and had grown a very weird-looking beard. <laughs> um, they He was uh, found driving his mother's Mercedes, and when searching the Mercedes, they found the following items. $15,000 in cash, a full wardrobe... It's a lot of money to have in cash. It's a lot of money. It's a shit ton of money in general. Yeah. Um, a full wardrobe's worth of clothing. Clothing. Like, so many pairs of socks. Like, I mean, you know, like a go bag. Yeah. Um, they found four cell phones, all Nokia's. They probably all still work. They're all fucking bricks. They're, They're all, all bricks. burner phones. They're all burner phones. Yeah, they were all burners. Um, a gun that was registered to Scott's mom, Jacqueline. Mm-hmm. Several credit cards, some registered to Scott, and two from his mother and sister. I wrote school instead of Scott in my notes. Um, and he also had his br- half-brother's driver's license. Okay. Um, he also had a printed-out map of directions to where Amber worked. He had $350 worth of camping gear, rope, uh, tents. Viagra? Morgan, don't read my notes. Yeah, they found Viagra. I'm following along. Yeah, but you read Viagra before I read Viagra. Viagra. They found over 200 sleeping pills. So he was gonna... Well, I'll get to that. Have a bunch of sex and then fucking just end it. No. Well, let me continue. Uh, They also found laminated missing posters person posters of Lacey, rather, that had never been distributed. Creepy. And they found a picture of the couple. They also found three copies of, you know, that, like, Spot the Dog, like those mm-hmm. children's books? They found three copies of the same Spot the Dog book. They also found a bag and of he was dating three women who all had kids. Whoa. That's kind of what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. That's weird that you said that. He was going to give all of them the same book. Because a lot of guys who date multiple girls will get them the same gifts. Yeah, that is true, so he doesn't have to, like, keep track yeah. when he writes those thank you notes, because yep. he's a piece of shit, but he will write you a thank well, you and note. And he's just simple-minded as fuck. Right. Um, so, like, clearly he was planning on fleeing. Right. Like, he had a Robert Durst go-bag. Yes. Like, he had a go-car. He was ready to go. Yeah. Um, but why was he gonna flee? Probably most likely to be arrested, or maybe he was just exhausted for being blamed for the death of his wife and didn't want to deal with it anymore. Um, to me, like you were saying earlier, 200 sleeping pills either means he was, he takes one a night every single night and he was planning on being gone for a really long time. True. Or perhaps like you said, he was going to take, take them and commit suicide. That's just personal speculation. Uh, cause like he, I mean, he took that much money. They said they found over 200. Maybe it was 350. Maybe he was planning on being gone for just one full year. Right. Um, so on April 21st, 2003, Scott was arraigned and he was charged with two felony counts of murder with premeditation and special, 
and I can't talk. And special abuse? Special circumstances. Oh. Uh, he pled not guilty. Because of the media coverage, Scott's attorney wanted his trial to be moved out of the, the county that Modesto was in because obviously everyone there 100% believes Scott did it. Right. Like, you know, uh, Lacey was their hometown girl. Yeah. They obviously felt very emotional towards this uh, case. Um, the file... Tr- the trial began on June 1st, 2004. Um, all the s- prosecutors had to go on was circumstantial evidence, which is so bonkers. Yeah. They didn't have a murder weapon. They didn't have a crime scene. They didn't know when or where she'd been killed. They had no actual DNA from her killer. The only piece of evidence they had was her hair, which I explained is problematic evidence and is usually inadmissible in court because of its lack of proving you know, who it was definitively. Right. But like I said, I, it, I'm i pretty sure that was Lacey's hair. I think it was Lacey's hair. Um, we think it was Lacey's hair. We think it was Lacey's hair. And although they only had circumstantial evidence against Scott, it was very damning. Yeah. He had bought, like I said, his boat only four weeks prior to Lacey's disappearance. Scott had no history, apparently, of even being interested in boats. In a documentary I was watching, his stepfather said that when they found out that he had gotten a boat, he was really confused because he was an avid fisherman, loved boating, and Scott had never you taken know, up an interest, shown any interest in it at all, and never boated. Um, there is some speculation regarding whether or not Lacey knew about the boat and the, and the warehouse that Scott kept it in, but some people say they had seen her there. Some said they don't know. So mm-hmm. um, He also uh, told his mistress, Amber, that this would be his first Christmas without his wife two weeks That's before she died. That's some damning shit. That's really damning. Um, the hair in the pliers, obviously. His lack of reaction at the loss of a pregnant wife. Yeah. I feel like... You know, um, seven month pregnant. Yeah. Um, and there, uh, I was reading a list and I'll read some of these up later too, but, um, there was a list, uh, from CNN of evidence that was not used in court, but they found, and some, uh, woman claimed that she had been another one of Scott's mistresses mm-hmm. and that they were some somewhere out in public and there were a bunch of little kids and Scott was like really he was like ugh I'm never having kids and she's like oh you don't want to have any kids and he's like no kids get in the way of everything ugh yeah Jeez. also he started giving away and selling Lacey's belongings before her body was found wow when the police searched the warehouse they saw that Scott had made four or not four, but he had made a bunch of homemade anchors out of concrete and rebar. What? Which they think they used. He also that morning when he left brought with him a tarp. Did they end up like um what's that called when you check the whole body of water? Oh, when they drag it? Yeah, did they drag it to find like if there were any like I think they dragged it, but I don't think they could find they it. They didn't find anything else. You'd think that they would have dragged the bay. I don't know. Maybe they didn't. I don't remember reading whether or not they did. But you think that they would have if they... Because, like, that's really close mm-hmm. to the water. That is curious. I'm wondering. Uh, and then another one is, obviously, it was very clear he was fleeing. Cause all yeah, because of his go car. Yeah, also on his go car. Um, also, one night, uh, they were holding a candlelight vigil for Lacey, and Scott called Amber and told her that he was in Paris and was telling her all of this shit about, like, the stuff he'd seen that day. And Amber said that she was so freaked out. Because she knew what was actually happening. She knew what was happening, and she just, like, how, 
just freaked out. How, how did he calm? not think that she wouldn't so find out? Easily, I probably constantly was... Google the people you're dating. Yeah, this was 2000. Constantly Google was a... something might not be there when you first start dating that comes up later. And you never know if you don't keep Googling, ladies. I mean, it was 2003. Google wasn't what it was, what it is today. But still. But she was able to figure it out. I mean, she f- found out eventually because it was, like, on TV. And well, they're yeah, like, oh, my God, I'm this saying. girl is missing. So, um, the issue of whether baby Connor was born alive or dead in the womb after his mother was killed was a very key element to this well, case. Well, it obviously wasn't. It's crazy to me that it was able to get out well, of her body. Well, listen. Well, I'll explain. Okay. So... Because that really freaks me out. Yeah, I know. Um, so when Connor's body was found, it was completely intact, whereas Lacey was missing Cans' oh, feet yeah. and all of her internal organs except for her uterus. Wait. She had her uterus in her body? In her body. Yes. <sighs> so pathologist Brian Peterson... No relation to any aforementioned Petersons. <laughs> oh my God, so many Petersons. <laughs> I know. This is a good Peterson. Um, he said that Connor's body was less decomposed because it hadn't been in the water as long as Lacey's had right. been. Right, oh my God. And he God. thinks that it, because it would have been protected by the water by Lacey's uterus. Yeah. Dr. Brian... It probably like, lived longer than she did. No. No. Well, I, I'll get to that. So, uh, Dr. Brian said that if his body had been exposed as long as Lacey's, he would have been eaten, um, which is what happened to, like, the rest of Lacey. Uh, yeah. One theory was that Lacey was kidnapped by someone who wanted to frame Scott, um, and that they cut counter out of Lacey and dumped both of their bodies in the water, but Dr. Brian said that the baby's umbilical cord was torn. Not cut. Opposed to being cut or clamped off. Well, and, like he said, the baby was more preserved, meaning that they didn't go in the water at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. Um, also, merconium was found in Connor's bowels. Merconium is the first poop we ever take. Um, so if he had died alive, he wouldn't have had merconium still inside of him. Meconium's that first poop. You mean by alive, you mean he was not born. He hadn't been born because he had never taken that poop. Right. The first day that Dr. Brian testified, they showed the autopsy photos of Lacey. And the second day he testified, they showed the autopsy photos of Connor. Oh, my God. Which was met with several jurors breaking into tears. Yeah. When the photos of Lacey and Connor were shown, Scott wiped away tears but mostly avoided trying to look at them. Faked it. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Um, another doctor who testified about Connor said that she measured Connor's arm and leg bones to determine how old he had been when he died, and she estimates that he was about 33 to 38 weeks old, mm-hmm. and Lacey was 33 weeks pregnant when she went missing. And you said he was how old? 38? 33 to 38, and if he'd been a bigger oh. baby, plus they couldn't real like she had her so what what does it matter whether it was born or not if it was born he could be tried for both murders no if he hadn't been born if he'd been born it wasn't scott because scott killed lacy so the baby would have died when lacy died because the baby can't live inside of a dead mom right so if oh okay. so that means I see what you're saying. So if the baby had been born, if Connor had been born and like taken out of her body, then that means that she would have been kidnapped, and it couldn't have been Scott because well, Scott could have done both. Why couldn't he have done both? I mean, that's true. He could have like hit her somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but 
But it was proven that the baby was not born. Oh, he was 100% not born because he was in the uterus. Um, Or because, I mean, I don't know. That's good enough. That's good enough, like, uh, what's the word? Explanation for me. Yeah. That makes total sense. It makes sense to me, yeah. Um, I thought that they wanted it to be born because then they'd be able to try him harder. No. Okay. Uh, It actually wasn't until uh, after Lacey and Connor's death, Lacey's family helped move along a law that was already in the process of motion where a mother, um, if a mother that is pregnant is killed, it's the baby and the mother. It's called, it's like two murders. Yeah. Um, So the smartest thing ever uh, was for the prosecutors, obviously, to show the autopsy photos because I believe that the verdict of this trial was based 100% on emotion. Yeah. And how could you not look at the pictures of, um, like, a, how could you see that and not think with your, you know, your heart? Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, I couldn't. I would have been bawling. I would have had to been excused. I would have had to have been... I would have yeah. been hold, held in contempt. <laughs> right. I would have been the first juror ever held in contempt for crying You would never, ever be picked for any jury hall. <laughs> I couldn't. I would... They would be they like... They would hate you. They would never pick you. I wonder if they let... I wonder if, like... Because, you know, like, conflict of interest things. Yeah. I wonder if having, like, a, a, true, a crime true crime podcast... podcast. <laughs> I bet you we wouldn't be able to. No, we would be the best because we know I the know. most... Fucking shit. We would be good. I'm better than all those other dum dums. The only time I was ever called to jury duty was when I was in college, and it was here, so I couldn't go because I was in Florida. Oh my god! You've never been called into jury duty? No. Me, Mike, and Maria all have. That's bonkers. I'm mad. I want to be. Maria just didn't go, and Mike (laughs) also just isn't gonna go. What? They could get on something really cool. Was it for Chicago or was it for Ottawa? Mike's is for Chicago. I mean, it could be something interesting. Yeah. You never know. So, like I said, seeing those pictures, very heart-wrenching. So, um, there had been several burglaries in that area, and the defense claims to have had a bunch of witnesses who were going to testify to prove that they had seen Lacey after she had supposedly went missing, but they never stood on the trial, or never stood trial. Like, Like, the lead defense attorney was so weird and bright like and he was like constantly saying that scott was a piece of shit he was like mm. or not a piece of shit but like you would get i think you get in trouble in court for swearing um but i think i mean you have to stand when the judge comes in it's he very was constantly formal. calling him like yeah a bad he was guy. saying he's like he's a loser he's a piece of garbage but oh, he wow. didn't kill his wife oh, really? you know yeah he's like his yeah. own lawyer yeah <laughs> I get into it a little oh, more. Oh my later. god, I kind of like that. Well, okay, well, something I didn't say really quick. Uh, Jody's lawyer, like during, like around the time when she was like being tried for like, um, like she wanted out so badly of that case. She was like, I really, she like, like for her, um, like death penalty, like hearing, she literally just gave like very short opening and closing statements because she was like so. Over it? Over it. Well, because she was, like, a like a court-appointed lawyer. Oh, I see lawyer, And mean. she obviously was like, this woman did this, and this woman's crazy. Yeah. I don't want to help anymore. Yeah, I get that. You know? That's crazy. Yeah. That's really crazy. Like I said, there were burglaries, but the burglars had alibis. Mm-hmm. Um, Scott's defense attorney had, like I said, it, it was just this really weird thing where he always was saying he was a loser, 
he cheated on his wife, but that doesn't mean that he killed her. Which, I mean, is is a compelling thing to say. Like, I think the worst of this person, but even I don't think that they killed them. But I think to a juror's ear... That's not a good thing to say. No, that's saying, like, you hate... Like, maybe you do think they killed them. Like, you're... It's the complete opposite of what Leslie... Like, Leslie Abrams was basically cradling Eric Menendez (laughs) in her arms, like, during the trial. And this dude is basically, like, punching Scott. (laughs) Is like He's basically, like, doing bunny ears behind Scott's ears and, like, making fart jokes about him to other people. And, like, giving him swirlies and, like, giving him, like, wedgies and stuff. Yeah, giving him swirlies for sure. (laughs) I mean... um, So, yeah, I mean, he was calling him a piece of shit, but... He had a point. Um, whether or not Scott murdered Lacey, how did the he like judge like that? Uh, oh, the judge hated Scott. No, but how did the judge feel about his lawyer like always being like he's um, garbage? He was probably like, yeah, no, same. Yeah, yeah. The judge did not like Scott. Um, so uh, one of the like I said, I was reading that one article that listed all of the pieces of evidence that were not seen or heard by the jury, and one of them was that. Uh, because they did a, uh, they searched his house and they got all the information off of his computers and he had a bunch of bestiality porn. Ew. And. Which is illegal. I don't, I don't know. No, I thought it was. I don't. I thought it was like having like child pornography. I know it's illegal to do it. Well, it's illegal to have child pornography. Oh, it's illegal. If you see child pornography. And most Animals are younger than 18. So that's animal child pornography. I met a dog today that's 18. And I'm like, you're 123 old. I don't know what kind of dog it was. He lives here in the building. I think it's actually a girl. Old? I don't know. It was so old I couldn't tell what kind of dog it was. Was it big? Was it small? Was it medium? It was little and wiggly. She still wagged her tail. It was smaller. Smaller dogs live longer. But I was like, shit, dude. Me too. So. Sorry, I'm crying. Um. Uh, should we look up whether bestiality porn, having, having it is illegal? Uh, I don't think having it is illegal. Mr. Hands, that video is online all the time. But no, true. if you, I, cause I wrote a paper on pornography because I was taking a media law class and, uh, we were talking about pornography and if you find child pornography, you have to immediately report it. So even if you're just like walking down the street... You gotta report yeah. that shit immediately, <clears throat> especially, I mean, it probably happens more if you're on online, but any all, he also had a bunch of stories about men raping their wives. In his computer? In his computer. Like, that he was reading or that he was writing? He was not writing them. <laughs> These were other people's, it, like, shitty writing, like, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, just, like, stuff probably on, like, I don't know, <clears throat> fucking, like losers on reddit there's cool people on reddit too but there's yeah. also some people writing some pretty weird shit weird shit although i will say that i have read harry potter fan fiction that is better than 50 shades of gray duh like a thousand times any better. fan fiction is better than and has 50 made shades. me a thousand <clears throat> times more wet than that movie bye bye so anywho Let's see. Another thing that was left out of court was a recording of uh, Scott in a phone call with his dad, wherein he referred to himself as O.J. Simpson because he was 
uh, being accused mm. of killing his wife, and he was like going out and playing golf and shit. Ugh. Yeah. Like Trump. Fucking dickwad. Blech. Yeah. Only assholes go play golf after doing shitty things. Actually, that's not true because after Obama like stopped being president, Stuck. he went and played a lot of golf, yes. and he is a beautiful, beautiful person. It is a very relaxing Plus, sport mom for older golfs. men. <laughs> yeah, golf's, no, our mom loves to golf. My mom and her best friend go golfing all the time, and it's the most beautiful thing. It's cute. I'm really good at driving, not so good at putting. Because I've the been opposite. golfing with mom. Morgan's really good at putting. Um, other things... Uh, he also was very self-conscious about the size of his dick and oh, his inability bet. to pleasure women. Because this woman was telling about how he, like, showed off his dick, like, when he got really mad at a bar once. What? I don't know. So, on November Douche. 12th, 2004, Scott Peterson was convicted of first-degree murder of Lacey's death and second-degree murder for Connor's death. Mm. At the sentencing trial, Scott was sentenced to death by lethal injection, and the judge called the murder of Lacey cruel, uncaring, heartless, and callous. Damn. Yes. Now, Scott has a new attorney, and he's currently trying to get a new trial because he thinks that he wasn't given a fair trial. Because of his attorney? Because of his defense team. They failed <clears throat> to present crucial evidence that could have proved his innocence. The new but right now he is... Uh, right now it's in limbo. Okay. We're still, we're still wondering when that's going to happen. Um, the new defense attorney also said that they, uh, didn't move the trial far away, uh, far enough from Modesto, but honestly, wherever they had gone, like people would have known. Yeah. Like, and why does it matter where it is or not? Because I think, I mean, that Because the jurors? Because the jurors might have, um, like an, uh, biased opinion because they're closer and so they may, but I feel like that's so old timey now with the internet. Like it'd be yeah. more likely. Everyone to, knows about you, dude. Yeah, like people know that this happened. I mean, it was, I remember when it happened in high school, it was in the newspapers and on news every single day. Yeah. Like, he yelled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I personally think that it's bonkers that he was convicted of first degree murdered and sentenced to death yeah. based on circumstantial evidence. And then Jody was only just uh, life in prison. And when they had so all of much, the evidence. They had pictures of her moving his dead body into they, his like resting place. Yeah. Or that's not his resting place, but you know what no, I mean? No, but like where they found his body and they had her damn blood there. And yeah, they had fucking pictures. And she admitted it. And she admitted it. I mean, he didn't. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Um, Scott still maintains his innocence, but I don't know. I that I is the one know. place where women usually get away with things better. Women don't go to jail as easily as men. Oh no, and they also are never put on death row like men are. Yeah, because um, they're to... not as scary. Exactly, but we are. I was just thinking today how rusting bitch face is sexist because women are always expected to smile. Yeah. Like you never hear about boys having resting bitch face. But they do. But they're, like, they can have resting just, like... Resting dick face is what it should be called. Ooh, sister. So, that is the end of our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. So, wait, what's going on with him right now? Is he still... He's just waiting to see if he can get a new trial. He's waiting for a retrial. Okay. He's get Yeah. He's wants the other one thrown out. He wants a new one. Has a new lawyer. I think he did it. He... Yeah. He claims he was framed. I don't know. I don't think... Where I... is he in jail right now? San oh, Quentin. He's in San Quentin. Yeah. Where um, he just... Lacey's in the Arizona. He just... Lacey. 
Lace. I mean, I oh, mean Jody. Sorry. It's cool. It's R-I-P, both, R-I-P, it's R-I-P. Both four letter names that end with I. Right. Um, yeah. So. Uh, Scott, Scott's still there. Scott just <clears throat> lost a Who else a is in San Quentin roommate. right now? That's, oh, wait, no, just kidding. Uh, Charles Manson was somewhere else, but he used to be in uh, San Quentin. Yeah. Uh, Charles Ng is in San Quentin. Yeah, Charles Ng. Um, who else is in San Quentin? Oh, uh, Richard Chase. Richard Chase? Still? Yeah. No, I, he has died. He's dead. He's dead. Um, fucking Richard Ramirez. Oh, doy, yeah. Yeah. He was there. And he then was there. He was there he up died. until he was taken to the, the, the hospital. Also, um, Danny Trejo. Yeah? Spent some time there, yeah. For what? I don't remember what it was for, but I do remember listening on another podcast where they interviewed him, and they said, and he said, because, like, on the, he was in Con Air with, like, a bunch of really weirdo kind mm-hmm. of actors, like, you know, Steve Buscemi and, right. you know, uh, John uh, Malkovic, and he said, he's like, straight up, Keanu Reeves is the scariest man. And Nick Cage, obviously, is in that movie, who's bonkers. Keanu he said, Reeves? He said Keanu... Keanu's so gorgeous. He said that there's just something about the look in his eye, and he's been to jail. Keanu? And he thinks Keanu Reeves is scary. Damn. More than jail. Than San Quentin Prison, which is one of the most craziest yeah. prisons. It's one of the most dangerous prisons in all of uh, the country. Oh, yeah. So that's been our little podcast. That has we been hope you guys this liked week's it. episode. Um, find us on Facebook, Sisters Grim Podcast. On Instagram, we are the Sisters Grim Podcast. On Twitter, we are just Sisters Grim Pod. Uh, you can find us on Instagram. I am Morgan D. Freeberg. Holly is Holly Cheeseburger. And our website is the Sisters Grim Podcast. Dot, dot com. Dot com, baby. Yeah. Not org. Not gov. Not, not edu, net. baby. Not edu. Not um au. We're not based out of Australia. We're not ca. We're not Canada. So goodbye, everyone. Have a great night, or day, or midday. Afternoon. Yeah, that's Let's what. Name all the times of day. There's morning. There's afternoon. There's midday. There's dusk. There's nighttime. Then there's like deep nighttime. Then there's like midnight. And then it's like early morning. And then there's 420. Bye.